0: All participants will be practicing the social distancing and are communicating from their homes. Please be advised because of this, you may hear background sounds and noises from the respective families. However, we endeavor to bring you quality audio and programming. Thank you, God bless.
1: Five, four, three, two, one.
0: Welcome to Engage. 2.0 2.0 Welcome to Engage 2.0. I am your host, Brother Edie, and joining me is my co-host for today, Brother Carlin and Sister Monica. And for those who are joining us, um, we are in the topic, Plan of Salvation. As we covered Saved by Grace in our last um, episode, we are going into our new uh, topic in this series of salvation, talking about the new birth, the new birth. But before we go any further, we're gonna ask Brother Colin to open up with a word of prayer, Brother Colin.
2: Let us pray. Daddy Father, we're so glad to be here today to discuss your word and also to be encouraged and to encourage someone that they may commit their life to you. God, as we study the topic of rebirth, we hope that we can clarify that someone will hear the real truth about the new birth. This is our prayer and our hope in Jesus' name. I pray, Amen.
0: Amen. Now, for those who want to um, contact us, you can do so um, via email at heart2heartministry242 at gmail.com. Once again, that is heart number two heart ministries242 at gmail.com. Also, if you want to catch up on our episodes, you can do so at our YouTube channel. Just type in heart2heart242. Um, there you will see all of our content. And also subscribe to our channel and click on the bell icon so you don't miss any more of our future episodes okay so our last um, episode as we dealt with saved by grace was very interesting and we, and we found out um, that grace is no new element to the Christian dispensation in fact it was there from the beginning from the fall of Lucifer mm-hmm. um, grace was allotted him to reform but of course yeah, he didn't yeah, sure. do that And because of that, he fell into sin. But we learned that um, grace is not something um, allotted to us for us to continue in transgressing of God's law. Uh, That grace is given to us so we can know not to do it again. And he wants us, Christ wants us to not to continue to sin. But because of his grace, realize our need of a savior and turn from our evil ways. When God created man in the beginning, he gave him life. Just as long as man did not break his union with God, life, his life continued. However, when Adam and Eve sinned, they began to die. Man does not have life in himself. To live eternally, he must be born again. So let's go to our questions. Our first question asks, why did Christ come to earth? Why did Christ come to earth? Let's look at John chapter 10, verse 10. Let's go to our first text, and Brother Colin, you could chime in after our first text.
3: The thief cometh not, but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that that they might have life, and and that they might have it more abundantly.
0: All right, let's also read into the record. John chapter 14, verse 6.
3: John chapter 14, verse 6 says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen.
4: Mm.
2: Amen.
0: You know, we find here again that Jesus says that he is the way, um, the truth, and the life. So in other words, he is the only way to the truth
4: wow,
0: that can give you life. You see Amen. the connection? <laughs> and we talked about it in our last program that There's no other name on the heaven Given amongst men Whereby we can be saved And Jesus mm-hmm. making it, um, We talked about um, different persons And in, in, in these different faiths But we realized also That no one, no other faith That I realized Or I mean I could be wrong No one has died for anybody That's right And we realized that In our last program we also mentioned that Every um, we we just celebrated, or the world just celebrated the Easter celebration, recognizing on the Sunday, on Easter Sunday, that there's a tomb that was empty, and the tomb is Jesus Christ, and we realize all the other tombs are still occupied, and this is why we can trust in Jesus because He is the way for us to know this truth that we can have eternal life, and He's still telling us in Scripture, John chapter fourteen, verse six, there is no other way to gain this, there is Amen. none. John 3:16 tells us that God so loved the world that He sent His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Notice God didn't send a whole multitude of persons; He Amen. sent Amen. one individual. And Jesus says that a person isn't condemned. Unless they reject the light. And and, and 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 that light is just truth. And once we reject that, there's no hope for us. How can there be any hope? I mean really it's like it's like you on a sinking ship and here is the coast guard coming to save you off that uh, off of that sinking ship and you say, you know what? I want Jesus to save me, but Jesus sent the coast guard, you understand, to help you in that effort to how to get back on to land where you can be safe. But you want Jesus to physically save you. And sometimes, friends, even when we pray and ask God for healing, He can heal us if we want instantaneously. But sometimes He gives us physicians. Sometimes He gives us people in our lives who can tell us how we can gain healing naturally. Or um, if we need alternative medicine, sometimes He uses these things for an example for us but that doesn't mean he doesn't love you if he doesn't do it you know how if you know by the by the strength of his hand or by um healing you instantaneously it just means that this is his way he wants you to do um perfect example is um the man that was born blind um Jesus didn't just heal him instantaneously; you can see Jesus applied uh, we could say a uh, medicinal uh, mud upon his eyes all right. He, he mixed up a spittle with the mud uh, in his hand and he put it up, uh, upon his eyes and told him to go wash. And then he can see. So sometimes Jesus used um, natural healing methods to heal in, in, uh, persons. So that doesn't mean that he's not God if he doesn't do it the way that we anticipate. And when God sometimes sends these aid to us and we say, no, we want we want him to show up. But then if we reject that, then we can be lost, my friends. And, and, yes. and this is the point. The point is that God sent His Son. He sent this method. He sent His Son for us that if we too believe in this way that He is chosen by faith, we too can have eternal life.
2: Amen. amen. Um, but we can't say it any better than that, but I want to add on some another reason why Jesus Christ has come to this earth. and sometimes we forget that God's name has been spared. so God's okay. name has to be cleared. So one of the mm-hmm. texts that comes to my mind as we were talking about E. D. was this, John chapter 12, verse 27. Jesus said, for this purpose, I came to this hour, Father, to glorify your name. Mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. needs a witness. So Jesus mm-hmm. came to be a witness for his Father, to witness to man that God is the only one who can save us from this dilemma that we're in. Mm-hmm. John, chapter 14, John chapter 14, verse 7, and you can go there. John chapter 14 verse 7 said another way, Jesus prayed, I glorify you on earth, have accomplished the work which you have given me to do. He's glorifying us Father, he's showing us, revealing the Father to us, that we have long been separated by sin, now we have to know who God is, so God had to present Jesus. To reveal the Father to us once again. John chapter 18 verse 37 said another way. Jesus answered, for this I have been born. And for this I have come into the world to testify the truth. We don't know the truth anymore. So Jesus had to come and bring the truth to us. Mm-hmm. Everyone who is in the truth hears my voice. So we need to learn the truth all over again so god had to be revealed to us god had to be shown to us but we no longer know him because of sin the identity of god has been taken away from us because of sin so good jesus did jesus came to reveal his father to us so that we can get that identity again the identity of our lord and our savior Uh, you go to another one just before i finish here you go to Romans chapter 3. This is another way to say that why Jesus came to earth. If you go to Romans chapter 3, verse 25 and 26, it says it this way. Whom God has sent forth to be the petition, who through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness, for the remission of sin that are past, through forbearance of God, to declare and say at this time his righteousness, that he might be just, and to justify him that believeth in him. So Jesus came also to be the, the, the remission, to be a propitiation for our sins. So he came to die that we may have life, like Brother Edie said earlier. To take away the sins that we have and become sin for us. You know, that, Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that something to think about?
0: That, that word there, that big word there, propitiation, it okay. actually, one of the meanings are an atoning victim. So Jesus became that atoning victim for us to be at one with God because it's amazing the opening, uh, the opening statement made about the new birth is that um, when Adam and Eve sinned, they began to die. Yeah. And because of this disunion, because um, when they broke God's law, they were no longer in harmony with God. There was a separation between man and God. And Jesus came to be that propitiation, the atoning victim, as you read in um, the 25th verse of Romans 3, tells us yes. what his mission was. He wants to bridge that gap between humanity and divinity. And what goes in between, what's in that gap? Sin, my friends. Yes. Sin is that gap that separates yes. us. Uh, I think there's a text that relates to that. It talks about, uh, um, I think it's Isaiah um 59 i think it is isaiah 59 verse 2 and it says but your iniquities have separated between you and your god God. and your sins have hid his face face. from you that he will not hear my friends god cannot hear us because of our sins our iniquities my friends they are the gap which stands between us and God, God, us, and heaven, my friends, and and in fact, this goes back to um, Jacob's wrestling with God, Jacob and his sins that ha- he'd been carrying ever since he left his father's household, my friends, because of his lies, because of his trickery, um, led on by his mother. Nonetheless, he played a part that been weighing on him for years, my friends. And when it was time for him to meet Esau again, he tried to Amen. he tried to soften the blow because. Um, Esau was so bent on getting revenge on his brother, but he tried to atone for his sin by sending gifts before he would actually meet up with his brother. And um, here now, before that event happened, something happened that night when Jacob was asleep. He w- a- a- actually thought that uh, a-, a thief, or probably his brother, had come up upon him. And he started to okay. wrestle. And... Oh. You yes. know, as as the night went on, it, it, he he realized that he was wrestling with God, and and he was like, "Listen, I am not gonna let you go unless you bless me." In other words, unless I am in favor with you, yes. and 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 Jacob now overcame and actually re- actually endured this fight, uh, I mean yes. this little this little bout yes. With, yes. with with a div- with divinity, and was able to gain that which he was seeking, to, to be cleansed from his wrong. And it's so amazing that in this vision he had been given, it showed that there were angels upon this ladder. And they were going between heaven and earth. And this represents Christ, my friends. This ladder that bridged the gap between earth and heaven was Jesus, my friend. And this is why we can say, and and Christ can say, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can come unto God unless... We go through Jesus, my friends. Jesus there is, a, and there are so many other persons that believe that there are so many other ways to heaven. But there is not, my friends. That's a lie from the pit of hell because Satan knows that if you gain this victory over sin, he knows that someday, if you go back to the sanctuary message, if you go back to the sanctuary, um, Exodus chapter twenty-five, verse eight, that the sanctuary was constructed to show Israel how they would, how God would dwell with them. Remember now. Heaven yes. cannot dwell with with with, with 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 earth without this being done, without sin being yes. cleansed. Right.
4: Because
0: being cleansed. Exactly. So this, this system was designed to show them exactly what the Son of Man would do in the future. Because everything yeah. everything Everything was showing towards what Christ would do. Hence why when John the Baptist saw him, he says, Behold the Lamb of God which take away the sin of the world because the Lamb in the sanctuary service represented the way in which sin will be removed from the individual and placed inside the most holy to be cleansed. But the point is, is that there, there is no other way, my friends, for us to obtain this righteousness, to obtain the sanctification without Christ. And that, I think, is it tells us, um, without a shadow of a doubt, as we go into our second question, it asks, how important then is this new birth? How important is this new birth? Uh, We just read John chapter 3, but we're going to read from verse 3 to 6. John chapter 3, verse
3: 3 to 6. John chapter 3, verses 3 to 6 says, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, he cannot into enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of uh, that
0: that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. Hmm, that is deep. I, I like that because my mind went somewhere just now when you read. Uh, it's like Jesus being born first of the Spirit and water, water in the womb of Mary, and 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 again he got he got baptized now through the Spirit. The Holy Spirit and the water as an example for us, um, how we shall follow in his footsteps. And it tells okay. us without this being done, he says that we cannot enter the kingdom of God without it. In other words, this is a passport. You understand? And without this passport, you cannot get to the kingdom of God. And some might question, well, what about the thief on the cross? He wasn't baptized, right? He, he wasn't born right. again but remember now jesus did something for those who may not be able to have done it so he will actually take up that um upon himself hence why jesus is the only person who could have assured that thief that in the day that he should uh, in that day he would be able to enter the kingdom of god jesus took that upon him he says i give you the permission because i've done it for you on your behalf so jesus did something on the behalf of those who may be in prison or in sick beds, may not be able to get to water and be baptized the way he was baptized. He did it for you and he gives you the assurance in what he has done. This is why faith in what he has done is so important, my friends, because he takes up the the slack where you cannot. But if you can make it to water, if you can, then by all means, like the Ethiopian said to Philip, Here is water. What hinders thou me from being baptized? There wasn't any. And so he was baptized and this is this is the prerequisite that Christ himself laid out This isn't something a church did my friends. This isn't some um, teaching um, from um, any denominational church This is what Christ laid out for his people who would follow him All right, So, so this is his teaching And we are if we are Christians Which are following the ways of Christ then we should do as Christ did
2: Amen. So in other words we have to be we have to die to self and be rise but with him.
0: Right, right, because it represents the death which he His would die.
2: Variance.
0: Right? And when we arise we be anew. When Christ was risen, we be renewed in the same light.
2: Yes. Um, another place, another text says add on to that and I'm just in reference to born again. It says First Peter chapter one verse twenty three. It says Born again not of corruptible seeds, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abide forever. So when you're born, you're born by the word of God. So the spirit of God is working within your heart right, to, to change, mm-hmm. to make that change inside your life. So the first thing you have to do is have that conviction within yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you go to make that open, that open appearance where you could be born off the water. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people, they like to say, I'm born again, I'm born again. And they, it's always an awkward show. But mm-hmm. the conversion of the first star within the heart. Right. When the conversion starts within the heart, then the open side or the, the demonstration of the fruits, is the better word, the fruits of your labor start to show by you demonstrating it openly, being baptized by the water, by immersion.
0: That I want to I go to um, Psalms 139. And here's where I think um, for persons who, as you stated just now from the text, that there has to be, uh, inward working upon the mind to convict of sin. This is where saved by grace yeah. comes in because when you realize that you have broken a law and Christ says to you, um, I need you to turn. I need you to give me that sin that I, I can have you in favor with God because remember now, He is the propitiation. He is the yeah. atoning victim for us. So what He says now, I need you now to understand what you have done. And um, I'm going to read two texts. I'm going to first read from Psalms 139, 23 to 24, and it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Notice now, the, 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 David here is asking God to search him. And if there be any wicked way in him, he says, lead me in the way everlasting. Jesus told us that I am the way the truth and the life so david here is 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 realizing that i need something beyond me to save me and here Amen. now Amen. is where he gets his answer in Psalms 51 Psalms 51 um it says, create in me a clean heart O God and renew our right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence. What we just read in Isaiah 59 verse 2. What casts us away from God? What separates us from God? Our sins, yes. our iniquity. So he says, cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. What is salvation? To be saved from sin, my friends. And uphold me with thy free spirit. In other words, like Christ told Nicodemus, the, as, as relating to the Holy Spirit to the in, with the individual, as the wind bloweth, you don't know where it comes from. So yeah. it is with someone who is born again in Christ. The Spirit then con- controls the life and leads him in the way that he can gain the victories over sin. As we Amen. saw when Christ was baptized, with, with, how was he led? The scripture says he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, there to endure privation and hardship for us for 40 days and 40 nights. And to overcome sin that we can have victories, my friend. we can be conquerors, but we cannot Amen. do it without Christ. It is so sweet, my friend. It is sweet to know that we can overcome sin.
2: Amen. But you have to recognize that grace, eh? We have
0: that to recognize that we have to recognize our faults. We have to recognize yes. it. We cannot be and blinded.
2: Why, yeah, that's why the cross is so important. We have to go at the cross, and we have to kneel at the cross. And then when you, I, I I'm going to stick with you in Psalm 51 because there's something there in Psalm 61, and it's a beautiful text, and highlights dealing with the heart, and the heart needs to be changed. And Psalm 51, verse six, says, "Behold, thou desirest the truth in the inward parts." Mm. The word of God has to sink in our inward parts. And when the word of God sinks in our, in our, our inward parts, guess what happened? And verse seven says, It will purge me with hyssop that I shall be clean. Mm. And when you are clean, guess what you are? You are now being what? Going in there. Ready, ready, saying, and except a man be born. What? The water. That's what cleaning is, you know. Yes. That water represents the cleaning of your heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm.
2: And when the heart clean, you will become what? You rise. Has a new mind in the spirit of our Lord and Savior. This is, this thing is beautiful, you know.
0: It is. When it you
2: is. are born again, you have a new character, a new disposition, a new outlook on life. You start to see the beauty of what Christ has done for us.
0: This is, no um, better so, so, um, sorry, Ephesians 5, 26 says this that he might, and, I, and that's going back on when you talking about water, because the text came to my mind, uh, Ephesians 5, 26, and it states that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, my friends. This, uh-huh. I, I, As we talked about uh, us realizing our spiritual state and our need of purification, this is where we get it from. We get it from the word, the word of God. Amen. Lodged in the mind. And as David says, Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. He realizes without this cleansing, he can lose that relationship with Christ. And and, and that with God. And this is and this is why the, the baptism, the new birth, is so important to the Christian faith, because it gives us the ability to make sure that we are walking right with God, my friends. Um Amen. first John chapter 1 verse 9 says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness if we say that we have not sinned we make him a liar and his word is not enough so it tells us yet again my friends the word of god is important because it helps in the cleansing of our hearts and our minds and this is how there's knowledge of sin for paul says i have not known sin.'" Saved by the law, for I have not known that I am coveting unless the law says, "Thou shalt not cover." Once we realize we are out of step with God's word, my friends, through His Spirit, yes. we can walk in victory and be lock in step with Christ. We cannot Amen. do Amen. it without Jesus. We just
2: can't. Amen. That's why Isaiah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Isaiah chapter one,
3: verses. 15 and onward says, And when ye spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Yea, when ye make many prayers, I will not hear your hands are full of blood. Wash you, Mm. make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings mm-hmm. from Amen. before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Learn, Learn to do, do well. well. Seek mm-hmm. judgment. Reveal the oppressed. Mm-hmm. Judge mm-hmm. the fatherless. Plead for the widow. And in 18, it's so beautiful. It said that, come now and let us reason together. Amen. the Lord. Though so your it. sins be as, as scarlet, scarlet, they shall be as white, white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, crimson. they shall be white as wool. Amen. I,
0: I want to actually plug in the, the 21 and 20, um, 20 and 21 of that same chapter. And it says, but, um actually 19, 20 19. and 21. It says, if ye be willing and obedient. You understand? So Christ is saying, if you are willing and obedient, so there are, there, there even though there is the criteria, there's still a choice. Because if, it's conditionary. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But, if ye will fuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword. So it tells us then, if we are obedient unto Christ, and to his law, and to his will, we shall eat the good of the land. In fact, we could even take that, even though they were talking about Um, Canaan We can look at this Spiritually as well Because This is where we are Trying to get to my friends We are trying to get to heaven And if we are Willing to And obedient We should eat of that land My friends And but if we refuse And if we rebel Against the spirit Then we Have no other alternative And we've seen The great rebel Himself He refused to keep God's law And was cast out of heaven So we cannot think that we could enter into heaven being disobedient, my friends. It didn't work for Satan. And it's not going to work for wow.
2: us. It's not going <laughs> to wow. work for us. So, Brother you yeah. said to us right now that we are not even being forced to accept this. No. No. Wow. No. no. Wow. So, we have to be ready to come to Christ. Of our own. Wow.
3: I can say. Oh, go
2: ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go here and I'm going to in two more texts just as for this new bird and this new bird experience and God this is something God wants to give to us and he, he adds two texts that sticks in my mind and it goes to this Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 31 I'm going to repeat that text again Ezekiel chapter 18 verse 31 it says cast away from you all your transgressions whereby ye have transgressed and make a new heart and a new spirit for why will he die? Mm. mm-hmm why? Why die? When God is offering you this new life, this new it goes on in Ezekiel chapter thirty six and verse twenty-six. I'm gonna add another one. It says it starts with a new heart again, because God is trying to make us born again. He's trying to give us a better way of life. Mm-hmm. And he says here, A new heart also I a new heart also will I give you. A new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh, in other words why are you carrying all this burden around mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: why are you carrying this load, why are you letting sin take you down when God can give you peace of mind this is why people are like losing their mind today you know, because they don't have peace of mind, God trying to take that mind. away from you, mm-hmm. he's trying to take the burden of sin from you, that's why he came here and died on Calvary that we. May have a new life, that we may bring bring back that connection with our Lord and
0: Savior. Why don't we accept it? You know the thing is, I, I think what is a, one of the one of the reasons maybe is because in some of these churches, they preach so much of this prosperity gospel that when hard times come upon them. When, when, when disasters and crises like these come upon them, they cannot cope with it because they're not, they're not told that Christ will be with you in these things you can overcome. Um, just be faithful, just endure. They're not being told these things. They're being told that if these things happen, you're a sinner. They're being told if you, if, if, if you don't have it like that, then something is wrong with you. And this is, this is a similar accusation brought about by Job's friends. He, they thought he was going through something because he had done something wrong but God was telling Satan this man follow me and will follow me even through off times yeah. but 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 to the mind that's not trained in spirituality a, a mind that's not led by the Holy Spirit, we we see like um, the question was put to Jesus about the man being who was born blind He said, whose sin was it that caused this He say you no know, one must sin cause this? This is no result of sin of someone's sin. This is the result that God's power may be seen in the earth. That Amen. God came to free men from the clutches of the enemy. And Amen. as the woman that was bound. 18 years. that is That has, Satan has bound. God came to liberate us and show us that if you cling to him, he will loose you from the things of this world that traps you and ensnares you from following him. Whether there be circumstances like dealing with these things going on because of the COVID-19 or um, your finances during this time or, you know, wayward children or a spouse that doesn't want to be with you. Sometimes these things happen that God's power may be saying, give him your burdens. Give him, my friends, these things that he may turn them out for your good. Any plan that the enemy has to destroy you, Christ says, if you submit to me. I can make the devil flee from you. But sometimes it's okay. so hard to let go because we want to control such situ- situations. And sometimes, um, like the the disciples on the sea, you, you know, they lost all control. These were, And these weren't no novice to the sea. They knew the sea. But it just so happens that they had no control. And it says, Lord, you, you sleep sleeping? We are about to die. <laughs> and Jesus yes. got up and just said, you know, uh, could you all be quiet, See and, and win? And he's going back? You understand? It's like we have to have faith in these times when the storms of life come upon us, where it seems as if there's no way out, my friends. Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Come to me, and I will give you rest, all ye that are heavy laden and
3: burdened.
0: So now the question is to be asked is it the third question is it possible to analyze everything which takes place when a person is born again so let's answer this question john chapter 3 verse 8 john chapter 3 and verse 8
3: the wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen. So it tells us then being born again is a miracle by the power of God's Holy Spirit. The Ethiopian eunuch listened to Philip, gave an explanation of Isaiah 53, and he yes. was converted. You could read that in Acts chapter 8, verse. 26 to 39. Paul had directed Paul a direct encounter with God on the road to Damascus. That's Acts chapter 9. When Paul preached the gospel Lydia was converted at Thyatira. You can read that account in Acts 16 verses 13 through 15. When the jailer witnessed the miraculous deliverance of Paul and Silas From the jail at Philippi, Paul preached Christ and he and his house were converted. You can read that account in Acts 16, 25 to 33. And it tells us, my friends, that, and you know, when you read the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit takes control of you. And this is where we allow God now. The Bible says in um, James 4, verse 7, Submit yourself therefore unto God, resist the devil, he shall flee from you. That that, that submission to God gives him the license to move us and to maneuver us where he will so he can get the honor and glory through our lives. This is why Christ says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, but not glorify you, glorify your Father which is in heaven. Sometimes we may be called to do things, or go places, or live certain places, so we can be light to others, that they can come to Christ. And this is the case of Paul. You find yes, that yes. Um, sometimes when Paul wanted to go someplace, the Holy Spirit say, "No, I don't want you to go here. Go here." And sometimes, even though he may not understand it, the picture then is made clear that wherever he went, it it was to show forth glory in his life, and and this is the case of a Christian. Sometimes we may be called to endure certain privations or endure certain hardships to go through certain things. And hence, I'm, I'm talking about this prosperity gospel again, because what that does is it robs a Christian from the from the full aspect of life. In fact, I think Christ even spoke to that that he says that, listen, if they persecute me, what do you think is going to happen to you? If they call exactly if they call me Beelzebub, what do you think they're going to call you?
3: He said they shall revile you <laughs>
0: If they do this in a green tree An innocent man What are they going to do in a dry bush? Right. You understand? Right. So it, the, Christ tells us that Following after him Doesn't give us easy street my friend As right. a Christian We may have to go through some hard times And I think we're living in a time now Where it's very hard for most persons But how do we cope right. with that? Do we, do we then buckle under pressure And commit suicide my friend? Do we buckle under pressure and do some things that goes against the moral code of God? No, we are to have faith in Christ when we go through these things. When we go through this, we have to know like the Hebrew boys. Though, if he doesn't save us, we ain't bowing to you. So, we have to have to have the faith of Christ in these last days, my friend. That even Christ, that he was reviled upon the cross. Reviled not again. We have to have this faith that when the world... Move us and shake us and knock us about We can hold up our heads high Though he slay me, yet will I serve him That's This is the attitude we must have in these last and evil days my friend Because I can tell you, it ain't gonna get no easier
2: yeah, man. I, 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 when I was speaking and you mentioned Paul I can only think about um, Acts chapter 1 verse 9 And, and you know, we think we hear the story of Paul and his experience But this is what they say Paul used to do before, mm-hmm. he was changed it says, in Acts chapter 9, verse 1, it says, And Saul, yet breathing out, threatening and slaughtering against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest, and desired him a letter to the to masters to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound mm-hmm. unto Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. So Saul was a man going to kill every Christian. Yeah. And if you, Amen. you go further down in that same text, he comes back and says, and he fell on the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecute thou me? And listen how he answered. And, he's, mm-hmm. and, he's, and he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord mm-hmm. said, I mm-hmm. am Jesus whom thou persecute. Is it hard for thee to kick against the prick? Mm-hmm. Saul so recognized who it is. And that same experience mm-hmm. gave the born again experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right now. After that, we heard that Paul was the greatest missionary of that time and also the one who have written many books of the Bible mm-hmm. in the yeah, New right. Testament. So this is what the born-again experience does for you. It changes you, it yeah, gives man. you a new perspective on life, and you become a witness for our Lord and our Savior. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. in, in fact, I wanna I wanna piggyback on that because I'm studying right. the book of Acts myself personally. And in Acts chapter 21, as um, on some occasions that it was told him what's going to happen to him if he goes back to Jerusalem. And Paul uttered these words. And he says, I am, I am willing to suffer and to die for the cause of Christ. So he would Amen. not be deterred. Paul Amen. himself was willing to die for Christ. This was a man, as you read just now, from the account of Acts, as he was persecuting God's church, he himself was willing to die to save yes. those whom he was in the very same shoes.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Now he yes. Now he's on the other end of that stick. And and he says in Acts 22, uh, talking about his conversion, um, he says, and, and starting from verse 4 in Acts 22, And I persecuted this way unto the death, binding and delivering Delivering. into prisons both men and women, as also the high priest doeth bear me witness, and all the estate of the elders, for whom also I received letters unto the brethren, and went to Damascus, to bring them which which were bound unto Jerusalem, for to be punished. And it came to pass that, as I made journey, and was come nigh unto Damascus about noon. Suddenly there shone from heaven a great light round about me, and I fell unto the ground and heard a voice saying unto me, Saul, Saul, why persecutest why thou me? me? And I answered, Who art thou, Lord? And he said unto me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom thou persecuted. Whom thou
2: persecuted. Wow.
0: So it, it, and he has an accurate memory of his conversion. You understand, I get like I, I, I'm telling you, so it shows that Paul went from one of the persecutors of Christ's early church to being one of the, the uh, uh, prolific preachers, slaying now, slaying in the spirit, those whom will have a heart to follow God. And this Amen. is the, and this is the this is where it talked about in John chapter 3 about the Holy Spirit lead where he wants to, and it shows that yes. Paul here led men and women, Greeks and Jews. Pharisees to the throne of Christ and this is what the sanctified mind does this is what a life given over to Christ and he's willing to do this just with Paul you know he's willing to do this with anyone who comes to him that's why it says in John 3 that whosoever believeth in me shall not perish that's an open invitation my friend
2: Amen. That's that's why you could go back to Romans chapter 6, verse 6. And I want to go there because this really gives, like you give the testimony of Paul, it goes to show how much Paul was converted, that he could write words like this later on in his history. In Romans chapter 6, verse 6, as he's writing to the Romans, he says, Knowing this, that the old man is crucified with mm. him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve Sin.
4: wow you,
2: see, you had a conversion mm-hmm. you had a conversion in his voice you are dying you no longer live in that way he no longer had the mindset of killing christians he wanted to be free from the burden of sin mm. you know that's and i started to think about another um apostle uh, who had that experience who have denied his savior three times mm-hmm. and later on became one of the Command to stand up on Pentecost and speak mm-hmm. about our Lord and mm-hmm. Savior. He said, and this is what Jesus said to him when he thought he was lost. And this is where God goes out to reach out to a soul. In John chapter 21, They start from verse 15. It says, And when they and when they had died, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, lovest thou me then these, than this. He answered, he said it unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said it unto him, Feed my lambs. Mm-hmm. You see, when you are born and when you are changed, you start feeding the lamb. Mm-hmm. You start mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. for others. You start witnessing, sharing the good news of Amen. salvation. You show people what God has done for you. Amen. This is what Amen. the born again experience does. You cannot keep it in. You got to express this. You got to share Amen. this. You got to tell someone that God can give you victory. God can take your life and turn it around. You can overcome sin. Amen. You can Amen. be victorious. You can be saved can have the
0: image of Christ amen amen and as we before we go into our fourth question we're going to take our health tip break so let us engage your health
1: hello everyone here is your health tip for today the topic is getting healthy and staying healthy with new start do you find it hard to practice healthy lifestyle principles like being physically active, getting enough rest and sleep, drinking enough water and making healthy food choices? Well, today I'm going to help you out. Have you ever heard about the eight laws of health or the eight natural doctors? They are better known by the acronym new start and it's for nutrition. E is for exercise. W is for water. S is for sunlight. T is for temperance, A is for air, R is for rest, and T is for trust in God. Now, today, I'm just going to tell you briefly about them, but in the coming weeks, we're going to examine each of them individually. So, N. N is for nutrition. It is all about making healthy food choices and better beverage choices. Choosing, real, choosing to eat real food, having balanced meals, preparing them well, having your meals on time, and of course, enjoying them. E is for exercise. God made us with muscles and bones, which means we were made to be active. It is so important to our health. It helps us to sleep better, think better, look better, and of course, feel so much better. So whether you enjoy walking, running, swimming, or playing sports, just do it. W is for water. It is the one beverage God made for us and it has so many health promoting benefits and functions. When used internally, it hydrates us, helps to rid our bodies of waste and cool our bodies down, especially during the summer heat. When used externally, it cleans, invigorates and refreshes us. So be sure to drink enough water every day. S is for sunlight. We all need a ray of sunlight in our lives, don't we? It helps to boost our mood, provides vitamin D, lowers blood pressure, and it even helps us to sleep better. So make sure you get some sunlight every day. T is for temperance. Temperance means staying away from things that are harmful and using in moderation things that are good because everything you do affects your health in some way. It is important that you use them wisely. Some things that affect you negatively are the use of alcohol, tobacco, caffeine, and a diet high in fat, sugar, and salt. A is for air. Can you live without it? I know I surely can't. Air is so important to our health that without it, we would all be dead. It is therefore important that you breathe in fresh air as much as possible every day. R is for rest. Rest is so important for good health. Do you know that even though you are resting, that even though you are resting, that your body is hard at work? Yes, it surely is. While you are asleep, the body heals and repairs itself. It detoxes itself. It helps to boost your immune system. It regulates your hormones. It burns fat so that you lose weight. And it is even important for children to help them to grow. T is for trust in God. Trust in God is perhaps the most overlooked laws of health, but it is the reagent that allows you to truly experience the benefits, all of the benefits of the laws of health. When it comes to changing bad habits, you cannot be successful unless you trust in God because He is the one who enables you to change bad habits into healthy practices. So in short, trust in god holds everything together trust in god is the key to a longer stronger happier and a more fulfilling life s is for share now that you know about the eight laws of health new start we want you to share it with everyone because we want everyone to enjoy excellent health we believe that our bodies are a temple of the lord and that he desires us to be healthy we are his witnesses on earth He he empowers us, and we are assured that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. May you allow yourself to be transformed by the power of the Trinity as you seek to win your spiritual, physical, emotional, social, and mental health. We wish that you prosper in health, even as your soul prospers. Hey, you can do it because Christ strengthens you.
0: Welcome back to ENGAGE 2.0. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening for the first time, we are talking about the new birth. And thus far, it has been a blast. And as we are going to go into our fourth question, it asks, what are the changes that will be seen in the life of a person born again? And here's the list, so get your pen and paper ready as we are going to go through it, each one. It says a new heart um, Ezekiel 11 verse 19 and I will give them one heart and I will put a new spirit within you And I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and I will give them an heart of flesh So it will give you a new heart um, Also a new mind a new mind go to Romans chapter 12 verse 2 Romans chapter 12 verse 2 and the first part says and be not conformed to this world But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God So to know that we must have a new mind as we also read from Psalms 51 verse 10 that says create me clean heart a clean mind O Lord and renew a right spirit within us so Um, a new mind, you will have. Also, you will have different interests. Your tastes will be different from the things that you used to enjoy. Let's look at Romans chapter 8 and verse 5. Romans chapter 8 verse 5 says, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. So your tastes will be different. Um, Your The the things that you used to enjoy you no longer enjoy. So these are the things which will take place into the heart of uh, Of an individual Their their interests will be changed. Okay, and it says a law written in the heart also um, You will have God's law written in the heart or in the mind Um, Hebrews 8 verse 10 says for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days Saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts. And I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people. So God will write his law upon your mind that the only thing you would want to do is that. Sometimes when we are studying for a test on exam, we want to get things into our mind. So when we go into the exam, we know exactly what's there. We can answer the question perfectly. So this is what Christ is saying. I will put my laws into your heart, into your mind that when the situation arises, you can act that which is on your mind, which is awesome. And finally, um, love for fellow men, love for your fellow man first john 3 and verse 14 states we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren he that loveth not his brother abided in death which is fair because god says how could you love me who you did not see who can't see but hate your brother who you see every day you understand it, it makes no sense to say i'm a christian and you hating your brother or your sister uh, who you see constantly, and God who you can't see, th- you love. That's not the way of the Christian. And and we know we have loved one another by our... our um, we know that we are Christians, but we have love for one another. There
3: uh-huh.
0: yeah, is Sister Monica, you had a point you wanted to make on one of those in, questions.
3: In Galatians, in Galatians chapter 5, it says, Stand therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ had made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And in Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, it says, This this I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Mm -hmm. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, Mm -hmm. and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other. So that ye cannot do the things that ye would, but if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the f- of the flesh are manifest, which are these: adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, mm. emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies. Envyings, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things have not inherited the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. But the Mm -hmm. fruits of the Spirit is love, love. joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they, and they that are Christ, have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If ye live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Mm. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another.
0: And... Go ahead.
3: In that scripture I see there that God is saying that there is a change when you walk in the spirit, when you yes. give your life to Christ. Yes. Those those things, those 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 good things like meekness and temperance, they come from a love for God. Yeah. When you love God you would wanna you would want you would wanna be temperate. You would wanna have long suffering, be gentle and peace and be at peace and have joy and goodness and faith you would you would you would want to have those those attributes within yourself you wouldn't want to, to have those worldly things anymore you would not have a a, a a a lust for it you would have a, a, a taste for it those things would change when you when you give your life to christ and it all have to do with our choice because god is not god is not going to force us he's a total gentleman he'll give you a, a a a a time to choose like in the days of adam and eve when he gave them the one commandment to choose whether they would serve him or serve their own self like did um the devil and we see that god God doesn't force us he just gives us a command and he, he 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 allowed us to to make the choice right. and choice is what's going kind to of, justify us or choice would be the one that condemns us in right. in heaven at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. thus Christ is just saying, I leave my hand open to you. You make the choice whether you want to listen to me or take on and go with the devil. Choose God or man.
0: You know, I, I, I want to plug in there um, a text in Mark to connecting to Galatians chapter 5. Because I think this right here is... It should be the aim or, or motto of a Christian right here, Galatians chapter 5, because it explains perfectly what does it mean to walk in the Spirit of God and what does it mean to walk in the lust of the flesh. And it and it, it says the last two verses in Galatians 5, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit or, act, or let our actions be that of spiritual things. And it says, "Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another." Now I want to go to um, Mark, Mark chapter 12, and I'm not going to go through the first two because it talked about the greatest, the greatest law, which is the greatest commandment. But here's the point that was made to the end, and this is what Jesus told him. It says, and verse 32 to 34. And the scribe said unto him, Well, master, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God, and there is none other but he. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding, that's an intellect, your mind, and with all the soul and with all the strength. And to love his neighbor as himself is more than all all burnt offerings and sacrifices. In other way, in other words, what you just read, Sister Monica from um, Galatians chapter five, is worth all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And that is the aim and motto of a Christian to live a life that reflects the love we have towards God, that will reflect our love towards one another. Because you can't say you love God and hate your brother.
4: Okay. Okay. And when
0: Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said unto him. Thou art not what far from the kingdom of God. Uh-huh. You get the connection? For us uh-huh. to be close to the kingdom of God, we have to carry out the actions of love towards God, but not just lip service that should be shown to our neighbors round about. Because Amen. you cannot say you love God whom you cannot see and hate your brother or your sister whom you see on a daily basis. It doesn't Amen. work. So in, other, in order for us, To walk as Christians, to have Christ-like characters, we must die to self and allow Christ through his spirit to lead and to guide us that we can show forth fruits of a changed character, of a changed nature. And this this is why the Israelites failed in the beginning. Because as Christ said, you claim to be Abraham's seed, yet you are trying to kill me. You're trying to kill your brother. You're trying to kill Amen. your Messiah. Amen. How can Amen. you? How could you want to say you serve God, but yet Amen. you have a hatred in your heart towards me? It doesn't work, my friend. And so the no. change that brought about, uh, like you read, Brother uh, Colin about the, uh, Peter's conversion, when thou yes. art converted, strengthen the brethren. You can't strengthen yes. the brethren when you have hatred in your heart towards your brother. Cannot. You have to make that, you have to allow the spirit to change that nature. As you read in um, Galatians chapter 5, and it talked about um, the manifesting of the work of the flesh, the idolatry, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath. Stryon, we know that Peter was a man of wrath. What happened when he he had that sword in his hand, when (laughs) he came to arrest Christ, he'd take off off Malchus' hair. No, but Christ, but Christ and His love replaced that or healed that man. You understand? Amen. He healed his enemy. Christ says, Amen. "If your enemy um 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 abuses you or they are uh, they're using you, you are to love them." And this is the yeah. action of the inward working of the Holy Spirit. We know that it's above human um, nature to do stuff like Amen. that. When we when someone step on our foot, even if they tell us sorry, we won't get mad. But it's the Christ in us that says, "You know what, my brother." If you did not step yeah. on my foot, I could not meet you and I could not tell you about the man of Christ. Sometimes Amen. things happen. That, let me tell you a personal experience. I, I go to work, running kind of late, but I, I could have made it. But something happened on the way. I, I I ended up in a little fender bender and the, the persons were in the wrong, but they were trying to tell me sorry and all of that. And I yuck out some. I took out some, you know, we use the word yuck, but I took out some <laughs> um, um, some pamphlets I had about Christ. And I gave that to them. I said, man, don't worry about it because this was an opportunity for me to witness to you because okay. I'm so busy going to work. I, I don't have time to talk to no one for Christ at that point. But God mm. interceded, whereas our, our cars met and I was able to minister unto them and not even worrying yeah. about the damage to my vehicle. Sometimes my brothers, my friends, my sisters, we, we, get, we get into places where we have to witness to Christ because we don't know where that's going to go. We don't, we, don't, we don't know how far and why that's going to reach. And sometimes yeah. things happen to us that we, we don't have to get upset and mad and, and angry at one another and killer and each other for foolishness, for petty little grievances. Sometimes yeah. these are ways in which Christ wants us to, 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 to share his gospel because otherwise we're so busy with our everyday lives, we're not going to stop and think about him. We're not going to stop Amen. to think about witnessing to somebody. So sometimes things, things happen that we can witness and be a witness to someone.
2: Uh-huh. You know, brother Edie, as you saying that, you know, our mind seems to get changed or be focused on different directions. But you know what God mm-hmm. says in Isaiah 26, voice 3, and you turn to Isaiah 26, God says, Thou will have, Thou will keep him in perfect, perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. You know, when your mind changes and when your heart is changed, your mind is constantly focused on your lord and savior the other one i wanted to highlight here was he's talking about the love and you know what god said in your first john chapter 3 verse 11 and you can turn there first john 3 um chapter 11 it says for this is the message that he heard from the beginning that we should what love one another Mm. you got another one in first john 4 where he said we love let us love one another for love is what? Of God. And everyone that loveth
0: is born, it born of God, it. God and
4: knowing
2: it's God. So when you when you love God, guess what you do? You share love. You you have compassion. Like Sister really? Red, you have love, you have patience, you long-suffering, you're willing to bear one another's what? Burdens. Really? You know, and I got another one, just because it said First Thessalonians 4, verse 9, it says, But as touching them, touching with brotherly love, ye need not that I write unto you, for ye yourself are taught of God, to what? Love mm-hmm. one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In other words, care for your brother. And, Sometimes we take just this love and do like by giving out this. No, love is also making concern for your brother's mm-hmm. salvation.
4: Mhm. Mhm.
2: Care for your brother that he can be inside the kingdom too. Amen.
0: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you know it calls it calls for the operation of something more um higher and holier than our thoughts. Um, because if we, if we, if we think of the thoughts that Christ thinks towards us, which is thoughts of peace, you understand, uh, to give it a, to give us an expected end. If we understand Fine. that God loves us, um, and uh, one of my favorite texts points that out, that while we were yet, uh, sinners, Christ died for us. would well, that is such love. You understand? People yes. do us wrong and we don't, we, we will you know, get even. You understand? But mm. even though we did God wrong, Amen. he still loved us cared enough to take our place upon calvary's cross and um it, it tells us that, that that god is such a merciful god that uh, let jude explain it I, I can't even put the words to it let jude tells us jude 121 it says keep yourselves in the love of god looking for the mercy of our lord jesus christ unto eternal life so it tells us that the love of god the love of god is in his son and that's this gift of god you can't, can't do nothing better than that He gave us his son to show us how much he he wants us to be with him. And and this is what um, brings us to question number five. How is the spiritual life of the believer maintained? How is the spiritual life of the believer maintained? John 15 and verses 4 to 6. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. But without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch that is withered, and men gather them. And cast them into the fire, and they are burned. And I love, I love it because we talked about fruit of the spirit uh, in Galatians chapter five, and it tells us that we cannot have um, love and and peace and long suffering and meekness and temperance and faith and gentleness and joy. We cannot express goodness. We cannot express that without his, without his um abiding in us we cannot we cannot muster love you know the um as you read in i think that was in isaiah you read earlier about learning and ceasing to do evil and learning to do that which is good that's not in us to do we are born in sin and shaping iniquity we are born selfish you understand that we born this is mine mine leave me no you know we don't we no child that i know come out the womb sharing anything we have to teach them how to share with their brothers or share on the whole We have to show them how to be kind and loving and and this is not a, a earthly principle These are things in which only through the Holy Spirit we attain and when we practice these things They become second nature. They become habitual and this is why um, it, We have to daily yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit's leading because if we don't cultivate this type of characteristics within ourselves we're not gonna. We're not gonna have access to heaven, my friends, because we're Amen. not just called to serve God, but we serve God through serving one another.
4: Amen. And this Amen. is how
0: we know that we are His disciples when we love one another.
2: One, another, another. Amen. So it has to be by the Spirit of God that we dwell inside His Spirit that we obtain salvation.
0: That's right. This, it, it says He's the salvation. branch.
2: So when we I was looking for something, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to find it and it really deals with the Word because, you know, it's the Word that really keeps us and sustains us. And when we dwell inside the Word of the Lord, it gives us strength. It says in Proverbs 30 verse 5, it says, every Word of God is what? Pure. Sure. Mm-hmm. He is the shield unto them that put their trust in Him. Mm-hmm. So it's the Word of God that gives us the strength. So when we abide in God's Word, when we abide in God's love, when we abide in his his grace, his mercy, his long suffering, we become pure. We have He takes so on Christ. We become a changed creature. We become a new man, you know. And these are the things that stretch us. That's why the Bible says we have to what? Go on to the God and read this study the word daily. Mm-hmm. And by studying the word of God, we have a new mind and we have a new look on life. And this is what we hope to accomplish, and this is what we're trying to share with someone. We're trying to show them that you don't have to live in sin anymore. You don't have to stay there. Let God's word purify you, let God's word change you, mm-hmm. let God's word show you life. Why die? You know? When God is willing to give life more abundantly.
0: It's funny you say that because John 15 7 says this. Talking about abiding in his word. It says, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. So here again, it, t- it says that once we abide in the word of God. Remember, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word every that word. proceeds from the mouth of God. So once Amen. we abide in the teachings of Christ. And I think on one of our lessons, we'll be looking at the teachings of Christ. Once we abide in his teachings, once we abide in his laws. We will find that our lives become a little sweeter, things become yes. a little easier to cope with. Even if we have, um, we go through hard times or rough times or crisis, we could we could sink our hope in His words, His the keys of faith and hope. This is what we have to dwell on because if we don't have His words in us, how can we call upon them in the time of need and the time of trouble? We, yes. we can't, and this is why now, um, we have to store up those those treasures into the mind. Uh, the, the treasure of his words into our storehouses, into our minds, that when the time when we need them, we can call upon these words. And and like whether we are like Paul and Silas in prison or or like Peter in prison or the Hebrew boys in the flames they or Daniel in the den, they could call upon him and be with him, even though yes. they, they may not have, um, the physical presence of a temple or be in their surroundings where they're comfortable But once you have the law the word of God lodged in your mind, no one can separate you from God That's why it says who can separate you from from God. Who what what can separate you Amen. as long as ah. you abide in him? And he in you no matter even if you're on the Isle of Patmos like John the, um, the Revelator was you could be with Christ
2: Amen. I want to add one more but just before we go on to the next um, question in John chapter 5, verse 24, and, you know, as we start with abide in this word, you know, so many things came to my mind. You know, when you are going through trials and you're going through tribulations, and you get such comfort when you sit down and you study the word of God, and it reassures you to keep focused, to keep down on that power of Christ when you become a born-again Christian. But sometimes you want to give up, and you're like, why are all these things happening? when you just sit down and you study the word of God, it gives you a new refreshing. It strengthens you. It builds you right up. And John 5, verse 24, says, Really, well, I say unto you, He that heard my word and believed on him that sent me, mm-hmm. that had everlasting life mm-hmm. and shall not come into con- con- condemnation, condemnation, but is passed from death unto life.
4: Mm.
2: Abide in the word, stay in the word, and you will have life. Amen. You will have. Self- I, I like to tell people, why wait when God is willing to give you a better life now?
4: hmm. Mm hmm.
2: You don't have to wait until when you come into heaven. God willing, once you start eating the word of God, you start beginning to have a better life. You start; you can see the change. Your perspective, the way you look at things, the way you do things. Your word will; the word of God will change you. You will. Deal with situation different. You wouldn't get so angry all the time. You won't be so bitter. And that don't mean you're gonna fall. But when you fall, you need to go back to the word of God and say, God created me a new heart. Yes. This is what the word does. The God shows you where to go, who's gonna save you, how you're gonna be saved, and guess what? Who paid the price to save you? That's
0: right. <laughs> That's word, right.
2: This is this word is a blessing.
0: It is. It is. And Let's look at our final question on this topic. How is a person born again? How is a person born again? Let us look at 1st John 5. If you're in John 5, let's look at verse 30 and then verse 19. Verse 30 and then verse 19. I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just, because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which Hath sent me. Verse 19 says, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Very, very, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do, for what things whatsoever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. And now let's also look at Philippians 2, verses 5 through 8. Philippians 2, 5 through 8.
3: Let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of servant. a servant, and was it's made, in, made in the likeness of man, and being found in the fashion as a man, he humbled himself and become, and became, obedient oh, unto death, even the death of
4: the God. Amen.
0: So there must be a recognition on our part that we can do nothing without Christ's help. And, and Amen. you know, the world is, I mean, when well, we look at Cain, and we go back to Cain and, and, and Abel, we see Cain showing that he doesn't need a savior. He can do it by himself. And We saw because he thought he did not need a mediator. He can just come um, without it His offering was was not accepted But like Abel once we see that you, there is a need of an, a mediator There's a need for the propitiation that that atone, that atoning victim once we once we realize that we need Christ uh, it, it it helps us to realize that we can be reconciled to God but not of ourselves Hence why there is no other way that we can be saved except through Jesus Christ. So there must be a recognition on our part that we need someone better, stronger, um, um, sinless than ourselves because we cannot do it in our own righteousness. We are saved through His righteousness. Through His blood we are made whole and clean and white, not our own strength, not our own. and this is where, this is what the reformers realized. This is why Manu realized that just shall live by faith, yeah. faith in Christ Jesus and His righteousness and His merits, not our own works. In fact, all our works is as what filthy rags. Says rag. the scripture. So there's nothing we can do. There's nothing Amen. we can do. But the Son, His Son, because of His merits, we can have that atoning sacrifice paid for us, and it will be accepted. All we have to Amen. do is believe. All we have to do is believe. Amen.
2: And so by trusting in our Lord and Savior, we find salvation. And we've got um, victory. Victory over sin. It's, it says here that, um, and you go back to John chapter 5, and I shall come forth that they that had not done good unto the resurrection of life, that they have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. And, you know, so many things come to your mind. It's only through the blood of our Lord and Savior that man is saved. It's only through His grace and His mercy that we gain the victory. That's why it says the word in First John, and I me mean in John chapter 1, verse 1. I always like to read that whenever I think about why Jesus came to this earth. And one thing comes to my mind. Jesus came to this earth for one reason, that He was save man. And He let us know from the very beginning, And says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him. Without Him was nothing made. And it goes down to verse 14. That scene chapter verse 1 where he says, And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Do you know that God wants to be with us? Why? To save us. That man might have salvation. That man might have hope. And This is one of the beauty of the message of God. That God wants to be our, our redeemer. He wants to be the one to save us.
0: From our sin and give us the victory over sin You know, I want to follow that up with Romans chapter 13 Says from verse 9, it says For this, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness Thou shalt not covet And take a look at this, my friends Because a lot of people say the commandments are done away with But here Paul is quoting from the actual Ten Commandments And it says um, thou shalt not covet, and if there be an, any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. That's 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 the uh, last six commandments relate to our relationship to man. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor, therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law, and that knowing the time that now. It is high time to wake out of sleep, my friends. For now is our salvation nearer than we believe. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in cambering and wantonness not in strife and envying but put ye on the lord christ jesus or jesus christ and make not provision for the flesh to do what to fulfill the lust thereof my friends you have found how we can be victorious we can find that after we are born again we can live a life in christ that we do not have to fall to sin we can put on jesus christ and make not provision for the the, to fulfill the lust of the flesh my friends it is as simple as that sounded but it's more difficult unless we have the holy spirit leading us and guiding us because remember jesus says that i am the vine and ye are branches unless you abide in him we cannot bear fruits, my friend. Fruits. And mm-hmm. the only way we can bear the fruits of the Spirit is we abide in in Christ Jesus. through his word. Through personal Amen. devotion. Through study. Um, through practicing that what we read and study in the scriptures. You know, if reading is one thing, there's that's only part of the Christian life. But it's also not only theory but practical. We must the gospel must be practical, my friends. And, I, and, I, and one of my I love I love a quote if 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 a, if a if if a Christian faith is not practical, it's worthless. That's true. We must be That's able true. to put in practice the very things that we read, or else yeah. it's worthless. In conclusion, yes. a person cannot work to receive the new birth. However, surrender of self and commitment to Christ involves a struggle. Two men, one a Jew, the rich, young ruler, and the other a Gentile, the keeper of the jail at Philippi, both asked the same question. What must I do to be saved? To the Gentile, Paul gave a very simple answer. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Acts 16.31 To the Jew, Christ answered same a bit more complicated when jesus told him to sell his possessions and give to the poor did paul make salvation easy while christ made it rather difficult not at all both were required to surrender completely to christ let us choose to make god's will ours brother carlin can you close us out with a word of prayer and sister monica and we'll end with your
4: song
2: amen let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are really been blessed today by the message that is being shared today. We you know that the only way that we can gain salvation is through your word. And that's why we take the time out to share, to encourage, and to dwell on your word that we may gain strength and be a light to someone out there. God, as we conclude today, let us keep Christ in our heart and let the spirit of our Lord work within our souls be with the panel, God, as we go our separate way to give us a new strength that we can come back here again. And for those who are listening, God, we pray that the word of God would touch them, heal them, and also give them hope. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
4: Come every soul by sin oppressed. There's mercy with the Lord. And He will surely give you rest By trusting in His Word Only trust Him, only trust Him Only trust Him now He will save you, He will save you he will save you now. For Jesus shed his precious blood, Rich blessings to be stole. Plunge now into the great sun flood That washes white as snow. Only trust Him, only trust Him, only trust Him now. He will save you, He will save you, He will save you now. Yes, Jesus is the truth, the way that leads you into rest. delay and you are fully blessed only trust him only trust him only trust him now he will save you he will save you he will save join this holy band, and on to glory go, to dwell in that celestial land, where joys immortal flow, only trust Him, only trust Him, only trust Him now. He will save you He will save you He will save you Now
0: Amen We thank you for tuning in with us here at Engage 2.0 For those who want to ask us uh, questions about the program Or if you have your own thoughts and comments you can please leave them at heart 2 ministries 242 at gmail.com. Once again, that's heart number two heart ministries242 at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Also, if you want to catch up on our past episodes, you can do so by going into our YouTube channel, typing in heart2heart242. That's heart number two heart242. There you see all of our content. You can also subscribe to our channel and please. Uh, click on the bell icon so you don't miss any more of our uploads. When you watch and view, if you believe the message, please share the message. And we thank you for tuning in to um, the program today. And we pray that you will join us for our next episode as we look at sanctification. We will be looking at sanctification. For myself, for Edie, and for the panel, we say, Maranatha.